my name is Ruteno Nyamuda and welcome back to another phenomenal, exciting episode of In My Twenties. In My Twenties. On today's episode of the In My Twenties podcast, we sit down with our guest who chats about his journey of dealing with criticism, particularly in the workspace. So welcoming himself onto the In My Twenties podcast and into the In My Twenties family, here he is. Hey, my name is Jan Ackerman. I'm a TV producer. I'm a trash TV lover. And I'm all about music, fitness, and my precious dog, Donut, which is currently my life. So on every episode of the In My Twenties podcast, my guests always come through with these incredible mind moments or gem moments. And this is just one of them. In this one sentence, your entire career has been brought into question for nine people that were CC'd in. 100%. And you're just like, these people now know me for what you just said. Mm. And that is not fair. Mm. The In My Twenties podcast is split up into three sections. In the first section, we get to hear a little bit more about Johan's career journey. In the second section, we dive into today's topic, which is all about criticism versus the ego. And rounding up all three sections is a conversation about the all-encompassing, overwhelming 20s journey. So without further delay, let's get straight into it. Um, so Johan, to kickstart the beautiful podcast, I want to know about your career journey. So I, um, I grew up in Pretoria. I studied film and TV in Johannesburg, which mm. was quite an exciting journey. Um, and I moved down to Cape Town, literally packed my car overnight uh, after Christmas and I told my parents, I'm moving down. I've got a job. I've got everything. Meanwhile, I was sleeping on a friend's couch Love and it. I was like, did not know what on an what I was going to do after obviously mm. summer has passed so mm. um, that was quite a crazy journey but as soon as I got to Cape Town I uh, made friends I had a few here there and I started on a few loose productions just working here and there yeah then I went back for my honors year mm-hmm. which the NAVF was like please come back then obviously sat in the realm of unemployment or as we call it fun employment mm-hmm. for a while mm-hmm. um as and a I, creative yeah you know what I mean <laughs> the, the worst is like it's like it's it's very difficult to break into the creative space mm-hmm. as someone who just finished studying when you don't have as much drive to be in a creative space because mm-hmm. often as I really felt quite drained from being creative and okay. I just wanted a job where someone's like do this do that do this and I didn't have any drive mm. of wanting to take the lead okay. I just wanted to follow at that yes, point yeah. and I feel that was after my studies I really came into this headspace and I won't I won't label it as lazy I just I would label it as I went into a different phase of my life where mm. I just wanted to learn. Mm. And I really just wanted to take in everything that was, that people said and mm. the people, who people were and those kind of things. Mm. But I think that's the idea of as soon as when you're finished studying anyway, you want to be a sponge. You want to learn yes. from, you step into a company and you're like, yeah. there's the executive. I want to be like them. What do I have to do to be you? And yeah. you just want to learn. Exactly. But mm. it's so strange because I feel like in today's culture, like people walking out of university has, because it now such a feat to getting a, a, a tertiary education, like mm. a degree or whatever, um, you already have this mindset of like, I'm already 
one step ahead mm. of someone who doesn't have it. So mm-hmm. you walk into a workspace with kind of less of like not being grateful of having the opportunity to learn. Mm. I would say you walk in being grateful for having a salary, but you're technically walking to a space that like where you'll be learning and you'll yeah. be growing. Um, I always say it in interviews, I was like, don't hire me if I'm not right for the company. Mm. If I'm right for the company, great, because mm. everyone can do everything. You mm. can do a job no matter what. It just depends if I really fit into your environment. Yeah. And honestly, I need to make sure if you fit in my environment. Yes, yeah. Because working under someone who like constantly pushes you down, it's it's a real it's a real it can kill creativity mm. like so quickly. Mm. But you've been through the highs and lows to be able to say that. A lot yes. of people entering the work environment are like, just hire me. Yeah. I'm a word, I'm being paid. I'll yeah. do anything. <laughs> like literally anything. And after you've screwed yourself over multiple times by saying yes to everything, you find yourself going, No. Wait. Yeah. Just wait. Yeah. I'm fine where I'm right now. Mm. I'm gonna just suss this out. Mm. And it's not being picky, it's not it's not being um ungrateful for any opportunity that mm. comes by. It's just like I'm going to waste your time because I'm not going to do what you want me to do. Mm. You're going to waste my time because I'm going to be expected to do things that honestly is not the direction that I want to go in. So as human beings, (laughs) undoubtedly the one thing that we do not enjoy or respond very well to is criticism, Mm. be it positive or negative, constructive or destructive criticism, I think that's the word. But we always go on the defense. Tell me a little bit about what your opinions are on criticism in general. In my life, personally, criticism has been the biggest tool to have taken something that is meant in various different ways, either positive, negative, constructive, deconstructive, whatever mm. the ma- whatever shape or form it comes in. Mm. I've always found it to be a learning tool. Mm. I've always learned, and I had to learn this the hard way, is how to remove myself from what they say. Remove it because at the end of the day, when you walk away, Mm -hmm. you literally leave it where it was. You leave it in that space. You leave Mm -hmm. it with them, and you don't have to take it with you. Mm. You literally have the right. It is your right. And you know what's the funniest thing? Mm -hmm. Most people don't even believe, like most, most people don't even follow this. Mm-hmm. It's your right to leave what that person said right there. Mm-hmm. It's your right to take it with you, be angry and share it to everyone else. Mm-hmm. And funny enough, that's what, that's what the ego wants. The ego wants to share mm-hmm. that like this person just told me I'm this. Mm-hmm. This person just told me this. I've been working with this person on this project and can you believe it? The other person said this about it. Mm-hmm. So there's like different ways you can... Um, take this level of like take criticism and you can like change it and mold it Mm. to fit who you are as a Mm. person you can learn from it Mm. honestly every experience is a learning experience Mm. Uh, to be very honest that is a very intellectualized I have lived a full life and now have come to this conclusion of criticism Um, but for the most of us for most of us uh, criticism is I mean, you've, like I've said, like you're very mature and you've gone through quite a bit of criticism I, to come to where you are I'm very now. Mature. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, but take me back to the first time you felt, even in a work environment, because I feel like that's the place where criticism kind of hurts the most. In my work environment, I've been criticized. Funny enough, this is actually quite hilarious. I've been criticized. 
for being too likable. Mm. So I've literally been sat down and said, I don't like you are, you are too likable. You need to tone down your opinion in front of people. Uh, But that is such an odd thing to be criticized for being likable. And then the second one, having an opinion. Um, And particularly sometimes with management, the thing is, if you are not aligned with what they are saying, first of all, so now you are um, in opposition, you're opposing what they're saying or opposing what they're doing, you're seen as a troublemaker, essentially. Yeah. And that's yeah. what you... You were a likable troublemaker. Oh, right? you don't even know the half So, And then the fascinating thing that you just said now, which was like light bulb mind moment, is that criticism... Yes, I had a, I had a mind moment. <laughs> mind moment! <laughs> the criticism often doesn't work the other way around. Yeah. The advice should be two ways. Yeah. So you, as my uh, person who I report to... I will take information from you. I will take criticism. Yeah. You don't like the way I use, um, I don't know, tongue in cheek in my emails and you want me to be a bit more professional. Cool. I'll take that. But I don't like the way you call me out in a meeting in front of everyone. Yeah. Can you please rather pull me aside and say, Retendo, I don't like the way you or yeah. your report was, but rather criticize every single point because that yeah. does something to a person's like morale. No, it really, mm. 100%. So the thing when you mentioned about criticism going both ways is so interesting because mm. the way I got to that point in my life about being criticized. And you know what is amazing is going out for a cigarette with your friends mm. and you like, can you just believe they told me this? Mm. And you immediately jump in the bandwagon and you're like, if I had an opportunity to speak, mm-hmm. I would say X, Y, and Z. Yes, yeah. And it would be the most relieving moment. But it's so funny because nothing actually happens mm. with it. It's not like anything is happening with your comment. They're not, they didn't hear it. They like, life just went on. Mm. Um, but even the fear of just getting to that moment of um, management. Yeah, exactly. Can I, can I talk to you? Exactly. It's, it's, quite, a, it's quite a big moment. <clears throat> but I realized the only person that wanted to reply with, some, with something was my ego. Because my ego was the one that said, I was mm. like, calm down. It, it really doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Okay. Identify why. Okay, because management is a little bit scared because I'm more likable than they are. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Move on. Mm-hmm. You don't have to repeat it. You don't have to shout it from the yeah. rooftops. <clears throat> Understand that mm-hmm. and maybe grow from it. Mm-hmm. So if you want to approach a situation like that, let that criticism come to you. Take it. Yeah. Take it in your stride. Go home. Drink a cup of coffee. Drink tea. Drink whatever you drink. Yes. And then next day, just maybe have a mature meeting, catch up, whatever your company calls it, mm. and just have a like have an honest moment where you like. I just wanted to share with you. Uh, thank you so much for your criticism. I've realized in way X and Y, I can actually make it better yeah. because I've listened to what you said. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I do want to share something from my side. Mm. I would appreciate it if you'd be more X and Y mm. because I feel you do this. Mm-hmm. So in that process, what you did is you listened to the criticism they gave you. Mm. If it's difficult, you can't change. Like I couldn't be more, less likable. Mm. I could only reply say, I understand. I will try mm-hmm. to keep my opinion to myself. Mm-hmm. But please know that I can't help what people hear and mm. I can't help when I do speak. So mm. I'm, I will try my best. And that's what I could do. And then secondly you having an approach where you gave them the fact that I have a solution and then 
you have a moment where you kind of like speaking to their better nature. I was like, yeah. I would like to share with you now yeah. a little bit of a criticism, yeah. but not criticism, more like just something that bothers me. And you use the magic words, I feel. I because feel. you can never feel wrong. Okay. When you feel, I you feel. feel. I feel. I, I feel like mm-hmm. you are attacking me. Instead of, I and know like, you are attacking me. You know what I mean? I was okay. like, I feel mm-hmm. hurt right now. Mm-hmm. I was like, he hurt. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> I was like, like, there's nothing you can do. As soon as a person says he feels or I feel in the world of like, I, I don't know, I'm like 100% wrong or I'm mm. right, I don't know. But like in the world of like office, like HR, mm. all that, mm-hmm. you are in gold when mm-hmm. you say I feel. But I feel, Johan, that you work in beautiful fairy-like environments because I'm not going to lie. There have been moments where I've been called out and publicly criticized um, yes, there's the positive criticism, which you're just like, okay, cool. Um, maybe I will, I don't know, not think, leave things until the last minute to do. <laughs> Work yes. ahead of time. Um, but then there's negative criticism, mm. which is not very much like, let me pull myself towards myself, understand what you're trying to say. Negative criticism, you've spoken about the ego, which oh, I also girl, want to talk about. Negative girl. criticism is, do you know who I am? Yeah. Do you know what I do? <laughs> and by the way, do, do you, you know that job? I actually do your job management? So pull yourself towards yourself and I'm going to give you the opportunity to re-say what you just said. Yeah. That's the natural defense. Yeah. And it's kind of like the attack. It's, you want to go to work. You want to go on the attack. Let's do the dance. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. How do you deal with that when people are dancing to oh, a gosh. song that you didn't even play? Oh, my goodness. Mm. That is so insane. Um, so, also for a great part of my uh, career, I've had um, people that I worked with that was n- not always positive mm. and not always giving good feedback mm. and not always like something as light as like you're too likable. Mm. Like, like, some of the things were quite hectic, like calling me out. Um, and uh, like little like comments that were extremely belittling mm. or like Can you give me attacking some my character. No, like it would be something like, you know, if, if, if you had to submit something and it'd be like, are you, can't you comprehend what I'm trying to tell you? Mm. Like, am I, should I slow down mm. or like what? And like, so I'm Afrikaans. Mm. So I've always felt a, a, a there's, there'll always be just a difference when it comes to me typing something, writing something, I will always have errors. Mm. And it's funny because like, for some English people have errors, mm. but like I would, it would be magnified in my work because I am Afrikaans. Mm. So it would already immediately be like, this person's work needs to be checked. And I'm just like, I've got spell check. Mm. Calm yourself. Mm. Pull yourself towards yourself mm. and calm it. Mm. So um, that was a, that was quite a difficult thing for me mm. to get. Over. So but was were you publicly criticised? Yes, yes. So everyone, everyone would know that I was, this twenty-something-year-old grown man has spelling issues. Yes, yes. But and it, then, like, how does that make you feel as a it's person? It's not just that. But like, remember, it's not just publicly. It's yeah. in, on email as well. On email is a big thing for the digital world. Mm. When because, everyone is CC'd Yes, in. when people CC'd in. Mm. And that you get these polite, like, digs in mm. your direction. And mm. it's like, your person immediately feels attacked and you feel mm. this is like, this is not on. Mm. It's almost like, in this one sentence, your entire career has been brought into question for nine people that were CC'd in. 100%. And you're just like, these people now know me for what you just said. Mm. And that is not fair mm. because I need to work with these people. Exactly. And the worst is you're going to expect 
me to have respect for them and them to have respect for me. Mm. But how would that if you don't even lead by example? Exactly. So it is, that was such a frustrating moment. And can I tell you, and the, the times where I've been criticized and I'm going to call it that mm. I've been insulted in front of people mm. in my career, in my job, where people would even afterwards come to me, they're like, are you okay? Like mm. I would have said this. Mm. All I've taken from that moment is like, understand, and this, oh, this sucks. It really does suck having to be that person. Mm. But to take a moment, calm down, and just understand where they're coming from, not with what they said, but just understand the pressure they are under mm. and be that person to saying, we'll talk about this tomorrow. Even mm. if you have to be stern, mm. if you, even if you have to say, you will not speak to me like that, mm. we can talk about this tomorrow mm. and you move away. Because as soon as you start retaliating with things that's digging into them and mm. into their side, mm. because they sit in a different position, or even if it's a colleague, mm. you are going in the complete wrong direction. Because mm. it takes it away from work. It becomes emotion versus emotion. And As like, who has work versus... Oh, my God, who has time for that? I mean, I you have to... <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, like, it is... Come for me. Come yes, me. yes, Come let's on. go. <laughs> I'm kidding. And I'm start saying. the clock. Um, no, but it's, it's funny. Like, I was like, you, we all complain that we don't have enough time in our day. Mm. We take work home. Yet our day is filled with, like, having to, like, like maneuver, like, a landscape of emotional minefields, either with your boss, with your colleague, because you don't want to start this, like, like, this comment from them or this or that. Like, I, like, I had a colleague, and I'm going to speak extremely vague now, mm. someone that I worked with that had someone join their team mm -hmm. that was not as qualified. And this person wasn't 100% briefed on what they had to do. And they tried to do it, but this person was really no in the industry. They did not know what they were doing. Mm. And instead of being a superior that leads and helps them, they were immediately annoyed and they were frustrated. Mm. And the way they started speaking to this person was in any way wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. And this person decided to take a stand and just, like, record it for her and to ask someone who's not, because she's new in the world of work and jobs, just to, like, is this truly the way, is this fine? Because I feel this is not fine. Mm. And people, like, the two colleagues, co-colleagues that she shared it with were, like, appalled and said, you have to take this further. But in my, and the structure that I was, there were no up, mm. there was no up, which sucked. Mm. So at that point, what do you do? Mm. So the person obviously confronted with what was there and that person was mortified. She was, he was, it was, you were not. Keeping <laughs> <laughs> the identity a secret. I love it, yeah. Um, but the person was like, like shook yeah. that this was a reality for mm. them that you can hear how disgusting you speak to other yes, people yeah. and I'm just like that is your punishment mm. at that point I would hold my head high and I would walk out because I was like I, I don't have to do this because you will sit in this moment and you will badmouth me until you die not saying you will die <laughs> but until you die I will walk out and I'll move on from this moment yeah. and I'm going to have an amazing life. Mm. And you will sit in this moment of being criticized by your own voice and your yeah. own moment and you'll criticize yourself. Mm. And I think that's 
bring in full circle to criticism. Um, it's interesting because in a moment of receiving criticism, you a lot of people also tend to then criticize themselves because they have this want to be liked and this mm. need to be liked. If you don't go to the one way where you like completely reject it, mm. you you might go the other way where you completely accept it and you mm. like completely live in these words with this person might have told you. Mm. Imagine it's someone you like. Maybe mm. your crush told you that. Yeah. And all of a sudden you change your hair color or you change this. Because or Person, it, because yeah. it's all this criticism mm. um, and I mean I feel like you can also like really like uh, you can reach it out to so many different aspects of your life mm. that as long as you <clears throat> live your truth and accept criticism for literally what it is mm. someone else's opinion take it or leave it yeah. and move on with your life yeah um, mm. that's one of the biggest things and I feel that's also why I'm sitting where I am today in my yeah. career and why I'm so driven and passionate about what I do mm. because when other people come to me with their opinions or their criticism whatever it is yeah. it's literally that yeah. and it reaches a wall and I will accept I will decide what mm. I take into my space mm-hmm. and the rest will stay where it is mm. there. Yeah. it really does as you were speaking actually I had flashbacks as they do in TV series um, of some of the moments where I've been criticized and to be very honest um, if I if I look at the people who were lashing out mm. and I look at the uh, not to uh, you know make this very um, not thoughtful but very oh what is it not to intellectualize everything yeah. as I sometimes can but there is a human mm. behind these people yeah and they're real humans with real issues and just as I am flawed and we're imperfect human beings trying to live and breathe and create and work different careers and we've got family and friends but there is this all you get to see is the work aspect of these people and we don't always know what's going on inside of them as well and what they're facing what they came to work carrying and what they're going back home to we're all humans we're not machines we're not robots we feel we breathe we hurt we sometimes all management from your juniors to your seniors have all cried in the bathroom before I'm 100% certain a little bit about that I certainly have but it's coming down to this human aspect of who we are yes take responsibility for your actions and I love what you said about taking responsibility it's on you it's not about the other person and how you want to affect the other person you take responsibility for your actions and stuff um and then just rounding up i want to just touch very briefly on something you mentioned which i think is fascinating the Mm. idea and the concept of the ego the ego is that thing in you that is offended the Mm. that the ego is that thing in you that is loved and adored Mm. the ego is that thing in you that loves and wants affirmation that wants and needs it is so funny because so many things that people get called out for and get like ridiculed for and like like I want to almost say um, you get profiled for like I would uh, I would be needy or you would be selfish or you would be this or you would be that it all stems from one place and that's the ego Third quarter, third quarter, third quarter. Twenties journey. Yeah. Have you ever experienced the all-encompassing, very dramatic, unscripted quarter-life crisis? Um, and if you have, when was your quarter-life crisis? Yes. <laughs> Jeez. I love the answer. No, I 100% did. But it's 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 
kind of an embarrassing one. Yes. So, when I when I was at varsity, I I was had an identity crisis like one will never believe. But mm-hmm. it's like coming from an all Afrikaans school, like I I was I obviously had to fight with the question of being gay, going to a varsity where it's like you met with different religions, different races, different this, different that, like your mind, your mind just explodes with the possibility of you can be anyone you want to be. Mm. And my truth was literally that. It was not truth. I started lying to myself in so many different ways mm. that I wanted to be, because in like growing up, I was this constant person that was just being everyone's favorite person and I was constantly living for them and I was not living for myself. You're like a people pleaser. Yeah. yeah. And especially now I'm also battling with the fact that I'm feeling something for guys that I was never introduced. So how do I know what this is? And I mean, you're battling with this, you're battling with depression. There's like so many different feelings and then you get to varsity and it's just open mm. and it's just it was the most insane and a most amazing experience being exposed to all of that. But in that, I was so overwhelmed because I didn't know what or who I should be to be liked by all these different people. Sure. Like, and with that, I, I started living this life where I would say certain things I would like I would still be me but in a moment where I was confronted by someone that might not immediately like me or might have a certain opinion of me I would twist a reality not lie Mm. (laughs) I would take a reality and I would alter it Okay. To get the reaction I wanted. Okay. And that so was, you would like retell a story or retell the situation? Or there would be truth to it, but to a point where it, like it was my truth. Okay. It was, it would, it, like you can actually call it lying, basically. Oh my gosh, it you were inceptioning hectic. the moment. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was hectic. reality. <laughs> reality. You know, yeah. yeah, but it was hectic because like yeah. it's, it's one of those embarrassing moments. You don't want to call yourself out on it, but I had to because I had mm. to, I had to accept it and I had to take it in and yeah. I had to for all the good and amazing friends and people I met, mm. there was always constantly something I said somewhere along my journey with them that was not 100% true. Mm. And it sucked. It really did suck. Mm. Because it's just... And like, I mean, like, you live it in every day. I mean, yeah. when, when someone asks you something and you don't want to tell them the truth, you just make up something quickly. Yes. But for me, it was my base foundation with people. Okay. And that was me not living my truth with mm. them. But the ego wanted to fit in the ego wanted to be accepted mm. and also it was my first it was my first three years in the in the gay world as well where mm. I was like I had to experience what it meant like being an actual relationship where you had to like have feelings with mm. people were you openly gay at home? N- no so not, this not was at all. the first time yes okay. yeah, it was 100% first time yeah. me having to like live a truth wow. um, so it was quite crazy but when I uh, the way I can like stepped out of that was to um, it was when I made a decision that I've reached the ends of what if I like I, I kind of like dubbed it at the end of like mid third year mm. I dubbed it as this was this was an experimental trial the real life will start tomorrow oh, wow. and I, I I dubbed that entire experience as my trial 
and I wanted to move to Cape Town, packed my bags at the end of the year and I moved mm. on. And I kept in touch with every person that I had that genuine connection with, even though there might have been something I didn't say. Yeah. And slowly but surely, I either had the opportunity to correct it mm. or the friendship fizzled away. You have definitely shared some beautiful mind moments. Oh, gosh, yeah. So we there was a have, lot of information there to is in, in like, so what, five much. hours? <laughs> <laughs> there is so much to actually just take away. In. But I want to find out what piece of advice you would want to leave with those listening, particularly with a focus on the criticism. In a moment of silence where you have the opportunity to either think and respond Whatever you will say to that person, will it hurt them? Will it bring them love? Will it bring them joy? Will it bring you love? Will it bring you joy? Would it be something, would it be criticism? Would it be constructive criticism? And what direction is whatever you will be saying, whatever you'll be doing, what, how would it be perceived? Mm-hmm. And it's difficult trying to think that that's going to, it's going to take up a lot of time. Mm-hmm. But if you do it for key moments in your day, start with three, start with three. And you'll realize how easy it is to start implementing it more. Thank you so much, Johan, for coming on to today's episode of the In My Twenties podcast. I cannot honestly say how much this conversation really hit home a bit. I think when you receive criticism from people or it might just be their opinion or advice from people, you do always take it from that first line of defense to go oh my word what did they say and suddenly because we're more critical of ourselves than the world around us we take this criticism to heart and live with it but when you spoke about like pulling out the pieces listen to what they've said pull out the pieces is it true is it not true is it going to benefit me in my life do i grow from this and then moving from a position of strength it kind of changes the conversation a little bit and kind of changes your reaction. So we'll catch you same time, same place, right here on In My Twenties. In my twenties, in my twenties, how old are you? I am, I am in my twenties. Okay, bye.